pushing buttons and pulling triggers. This is Gun Funny. Welcome to Gun Funny episode 197. Today I'm going to chat with Jim Fisher and Emily Taylor from US Law Shield, discuss the testimony of David Chipman in the Senate hearings, highlight the latest news about coal, and talk about a new vaccine lottery in West Virginia. I am your host, Ava Flannell, and Jim, Emily, how are you guys doing today? Oh, just doing great. Good. Emily, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Thank you. Good. And you guys, are you both in Texas right now? We are. We're in Houston. Oh, okay. Cool. I think I'm supposed to go there. Or no, I'm supposed to go to Dallas, actually, in a week or something. Not quite as good, but a little safer now that hurricane season has started. Oh, right. No kidding. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't know about you guys, but it's been raining here in Colorado. I feel like I moved to Seattle. And things have never been so green, which I'm not complaining about. But I feel like I have to mow my lawn every three days now. It's a little out of hand. Yeah, we've had about two straight weeks of rain. It's been insane. Today, the sun's out, but I can assure you in probably about two hours, it'll be thunderstorms and lightning. Right. Yeah. Gotta love spring. All right. Before we get into it, Smith & Wesson. One of my favorite pistols that I think shoots really well is the Shield Easy. They've made such an incredible effort in designing this. Just like the name says, it's really just easy to operate. As far as racking the slide, loading the magazine, it has those little tabs on the side, so really easy to load that magazine. And really for a lot of beginner shooters, I typically recommend that, especially if people have arthritis or just a hard time manipulating that slide. And it's available in 9mm, 380 They also have the Performance Center editions that have the ported barrels and the tuned triggers, and they come in different colors, gold, silver, and then black. And I would highly recommend it. I think that's one of those guns, if you buy it, you're not going to regret it. It's a great gun for you to have, regardless of your experience or your hand strength or male, female, whatever. But it's also just a great gun to have if you're training somebody as well. Highly recommend. Check those out. That is at smith-wesson.com. Learn the things you never knew on Deconstructing the Industry. Before we talk about U.S. Law Shield, tell me a little bit about your story, your background, how you guys got into this industry, and ultimately what led you up to working with U.S. Law Shield. Sure. Jim, do you want to go first? Sure, no problem. Yeah, so my name is Jim Fisher. I'm currently the managing director of U.S. Law Shield. Been here for about seven years now with the organization. And um, I have a, a background in a couple of different things. My core background was in politics. I was a campaign director for gubernatorial, presidential races, a lot of state and local races as well on the off years. Spent a lot of time in that world in DC, got sick and tired of it, as I'm sure you can all imagine, and eventually went into the private sector and started working for various businesses, and then ultimately found myself uh, here with Law Shield about seven years ago. Wow. And the rest is history. Yeah, nice. And then Emily, what about you? Well, I'm a native Texan, born and bred, although I did take a quick jump up to Nashville, Tennessee to go to college and law school. 
came back to Texas and joined the prosecutor's office. So I was an assistant district attorney for Galveston County and prosecuted felony cases there until, just like Jim, about seven years ago, 2014, jumped on board as an independent program attorney for U.S. Law Shield and have been ever since doing everything self-defense and guns, cases from minor discharge in a municipality up through murder, everything in between. Wow. And for people who aren't familiar with U.S. Law Shield, what is it? Yeah, U.S. Law Shield is a member-driven organization. We are a legal defense for self-defense. We've been around for about 10 years, and it provides a lot of benefits to its members. So at its core, what we are is we are an educational organization. We want to educate law-abiding gun owners and law-abiding citizens on how you legally employ self-defense and the responsibilities that you have in those situations and what can follow up afterwards. At our core, though, of a group, what we do is we provide legal representation to our members. God forbid they ever find themselves in a self-defense incident. And we'll go into that a little bit deeper if you want me to, but all of our members are afforded representation start to finish for criminal and civil appeals all the way through the legal system. God forbid they ever use a firearm or any legal weapon to defend themselves or a loved one. We represent you start to finish, no caps, no limits. There's no reimbursement component to it. It's that simple. You call the number 24-7-365. You have your local independent program attorney, which we have in all 50 states, on the phone and ready to help you all the way through your case. Wow, I love it. I'm actually a firearms instructor, and in all of my classes, I always push U.S. Law Shield to my students just because it's one of those things where I feel nowadays if you own a gun, it's stupid not to have it especially for the cost. It's just peace of mind. And for the cost, it's literally for a single member, it's $19.95 to sign up. And then it's only $10.95 a month. First year, you're looking at $130, which is less expensive than my car insurance for a month. And then I always tell people there's no caps. And out of all the insurance companies out there, you guys are the least expensive. And for these other companies, they will only cover you up to a million, $2 million, which seems great. Yeah, we're not going to exceed that much, but it adds up really quickly. And before we move forward to really dive into what U.S. Law Shield does, I just want to tell people that if you guys are interested in signing up, you can do so online. But if you use my code ELITECO, it's all just one word, E-L-I-T-E-C-O, you actually receive two months free. It's great incentive to just to have. And like you said, somebody will answer the phone 24-7. So regardless of the time of day, especially nowadays where everyone is just suing everyone. And the last thing you want to do is you're protecting your family. You think you're doing everything right. And now you're slapped with some civil or lawsuit or any kind of lawsuit or you're spending time in jail, which nobody wants. Like I said, I think it's just one of those things where if you own a gun, I think you should have it. And you really can't beat the cost. And I can't tell you how many times I've had students, oh, I'll sign up for it in the future. And then they end up calling me. Do you have a good number to a good lawyer? Well, did you sign up for the insurance? No, I was going to, and I didn't. Now I need a lawyer. Ugh, that's sort of the last thing that I think we'd all want for that to happen. Uh, absolutely. And it's one of those things everybody thinks will never happen to them. But the scary thing and the eye-opening thing from especially working with a company like this is we have dozens of self-defense cases that our independent program attorneys, just like Emily, are handling all across the country every single day. So mm -hmm. this is happening to people. And our members, unfortunately, are reaching out to us on the worst day of their life. And it's a reality that exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the cool things I think about U.S. Law Shield that you don't get from other people is that our network of attorneys are firearms attorneys. I mean, this is 
eat, sleep, breathe, guns, self-defense, all of it, which, you know, I mean, you go to a doctor and, you know, if you, if you need a podiatrist, you don't go to a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lawyers are very much the same, right? I mean, if you are faced with a really serious, I've got a self-defense instant, I know the state's going after me, you need a lawyer who does just that. I mean, your DWI lawyer isn't going to have the knowledge to really defend you in the best possible way. And, you know, U.S. Social does a really good job at vetting these lawyers and making sure they are two A people. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Let's talk about constitutional carry, which seems to be on the rise. A lot of states have passed it, which is great. I think it's a good win. First off, let's talk about what is the definition of constitutional carry? Yeah, constitutional carry is the idea that essentially your permit or your license to carry a firearm in public is the Second Amendment itself, is the Constitution, that you should not be forced to go through a licensing scheme imposed by your state in order to get to carry that firearm. Mm -hmm. And constitutional carry, it exists on a gigantic spectrum. Constitutional carry is like a snowflake. It is not the same in any two given states. It is completely unique in how it's drafted and implemented. But you've got states that are as lenient as, hey, you're 18 years old, go for it. Very few gun-free zones, just get out there and carry. You've got states that are as restrictive as Tennessee just passed constitutional carry. Tennessee says you have to fully qualify for a Tennessee enhanced permit in order to be able to constitutional carry, you just don't have to go through the licensing process, but you still have to be fully qualified. So the general concept is easy to explain, but when it really comes down to how does it look on the books and in practice, boy, it can get complicated and confusing pretty quickly. Oh, I bet. U.S. Law Shield, to my understanding, only covers you in the state that you're in, such as Texas or Colorado, unless you pay an additional $2.95 to be covered in all 50 states, correct? Yeah, that's correct. And the reason we do that is because we obviously have to make sure that we're putting out resources and paying to retain attorneys across the country. And if somebody never leaves their home state, the last thing we want them doing is incurring the cost of our members who travel a lot more and are on the road in a variety of states. So that is why it is the way we have it set up. But yes, it's only $2.95 a month to have access to attorneys in all 50 states. Mm -hmm. And really, you can add and take that off at any time. For example, if I'm traveling out of state, I can call the U.S. Law Shield and say, hey, go ahead and activate all 50 states. I get back and then I can call them up and have it deactivated, which is great. Yeah, it's an at-will program. So if you are traveling for a period of time and then after that, you know you're not going to be leaving your hometown. There's no reason for you to be paying for something that you're not going to use. That's the last thing we want our members doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm going to take a quick break real quick. Talk about SB Tactical. Guys, if you have an MP5, well, for one, you know, if you do, I'm super jealous, but they also have a bunch of clones and you like the side folder look, you need to check out the SBT5A from SB Tactical. The machined aluminum end plate is designed to work with multiple calibers of the MP5 style, including 9mm, 10mm, 45, 300 blackout, and others. The side folding mechanism is rock solid, deploys really quick with a solid click. It gives you a super stable platform and the entire kit comes ready for just $249.99. But remember, 
you'll use that code GUNFUNNY15. It's going to get you 15% off your entire order. And you can check those out at sb-tactical.com. Let's talk about some of the laws when people are traveling. What advice would you guys give people who are traveling from state to state? Gosh, so there is so much to think about. We have a patchwork of not just reciprocity laws, which of course reciprocity is the agreement between states to recognize one another's handgun licenses since there is no automatic recognition. So not just is your handgun license recognized in that state, but also where can you carry? Because that's different in every single state. Just to give you an example, in Texas, churches completely fine, go for it. In many or most other states, churches are gun-free zones. So it is incredibly difficult to figure out where you can carry. And then even though we have, for the most part, now, of course, you go too far west, you go too far northeast, you're going to have issues with this. But for the most part in this country, we've got what are generally referred to as NRA model laws for castle doctrine and stand your ground. But even those castle doctrine and stand your ground laws based on the NRA model, they're all still different. Mm -hmm. So you have different castles, you have, you know, a place like Texas, where you can actually start shooting at attempted entry. So you can shoot through your door in Texas and be covered by the Castle Doctrine. You go up to a place like New Jersey and someone breaks into your home and you have to ask them to leave before you can employ force or deadly force. So if anyone is traveling and they intend on carrying, not only do you need to figure out whether or not your license is recognized, but you need to know where you take that gun and how you can use it. And the information out there on the internet is misleading at best, flat out wrong at worst. So Mm -hmm. it's a difficult journey to get there. Yeah. That was one thing that I realized is when I first started my training company and teaching my concealed carry classes, just finding the laws, what's correct, what isn't, just to tell people what they need to consider before pulling their gun out or pulling the trigger. And it's really not as easily accessible as it should be. And it's crazy, too, how much it varies from state to state. So in Colorado, before you can use deadly force, as far as the castle doctrine goes, aside from them unlawfully entering your home, you have to have reason to believe that they have committed or plan to commit a crime. Them just breaking in and entering is just not enough. And that alone, if people don't know that, people think, well, they're in my house. I have every right to shoot them, whether they broke in, walked through the front door or whatever. And that's not necessarily the case. And as a result, these law-abiding citizens that are just not informed, and again, like I said, the information just isn't as easy to find. A lot of people, as a result, end up now being slapped with a huge lawsuit or doing time in jail or have a criminal record, and it's really sad. Yeah, of course, because, you know, I mean, it is universal. Ignorance of the law is not a legal excuse in court which makes sense most of the time, right? Because yeah. you don't want to be saying, I didn't know crack was illegal. Exactly. Um, but, you know, for these really sort of sad situations, which is I'm terrified, I'm trying to protect my family and myself, and I just did it wrong because it's confusing. Mm-hmm. You really have good people swept up in that net. Yeah, I agree. And I got to give them some credit where I got to believe they put this statute into place because People were just shooting at anything that moved in the middle of the night, including their kids that would sneak out. They're sneaking back in. The parent confused them for an intruder or the drunk neighbor who confuses your house for his house. I think they just wanted people to kind of take a step back and assess the situation. But 
it's so much easier said than done because if you're in that situation and you think that you or your family is in harm's way, you're obviously going to react as quick as possible. And then on top of that, not only do you have to pay attention to the laws in the states, but also the counties, because I'm in Colorado and it's an open carry state. But even though you can open carry, you don't need a permit to do so in certain counties, you cannot open carry. And a lot of people are unaware of that as well. And it sort of just sets you up for failure. Yeah, that is another thing. I mean, we're talking about traveling. That's another thing that people need to be able to do their research on and look up because there are many, many states that have something called firearms preemption, which is this idea that the firearms should law should remain uniform throughout the state because you don't want good people caught up in an unpleasant legal issue because they crossed county lines. Unfortunately, we've got lots of states that do not have firearm preemption. You need to see if the state you're going to has firearm preemption. If it doesn't, your job to stay legal just got a lot harder. And of course, we have states like Virginia who just got rid of firearms preemption in 2020. So we've got states that are moving in the wrong direction on this issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Okay, let's go back to the insurance. Let's say somebody has to use their firearm in self-defense. What are their next steps? Walk me through the entire process. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll allow Emily to kind of back up what I'm going to say here. It's what she would give on the advice side. But whether it's, you know, three o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day and you find yourself in a self-defense incident, we have attorney response 365. And what that means is you pick up that phone at three o'clock in the morning and you call that emergency number. You aren't getting a crisis center. You're not getting an answering service. You are getting your independent program attorney on the phone. And in that moment, they're going to advise you on what to say, what to do, how to handle that situation in the immediate instance. Then, God forbid, criminal or civil proceedings come out of that. We're going to represent you the entire way through. And as I alluded to earlier, there is no cap or limit to that. So if you're on trial or going through the court system for a day, a month, three years, we are representing you the entire way through that. And you are paying no additional attorney's fees over your membership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things. Why wouldn't you have it? For sure. And like I said earlier, you know, I think a lot of people, especially new gun owners, think "Ah, it's not going to happen to me. If I do have to act in self-defense, it's going to be clear cut. I'm going to be the good guy. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. Our criminal justice system is not set up to come give you a high five, say, good job. You got the bad guy and move along with their day, Mm -hmm. especially in the political climate right now. Most people, most district attorneys, they don't want to get into this. They don't want to, you know, have to make the decision. So what they do is they kick you to a grand jury. And now no matter how obviously justifiable your act was, you're still going to have to be able to explain that to the system. Yeah, And that's a terrifying situation for somebody, especially who's law abiding to navigate. And the last thing you want to be doing is find yourself in this critical incident. The adrenaline's flowing. You're dealing with these things. Your family is dealing with the repercussions of this. And now you're trying to find a legal plan or you're trying to find a lawyer. It's better to have a relationship with those attorneys prior and know who is going to have your back. God forbid you find yourself in that situation. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, I'll add on the legal side too, the ability to talk to an attorney before the police even arrive on scene is crucial. I can't tell you how many people we have saved from arrest by getting that phone call in before police get there. Mm. And that's just something, I mean, unless your best friend or your 
significant other is a criminal defense attorney who specializes in self-defense and firearms law, you're not getting somebody on the phone at two in the morning to tell you how you should behave, what to say, what not to say, talk through the incident before officers get there. And you can do everything right and say the exact wrong things. And that can be enough to tank you with a jury because your lawyers do the best they can to get you your best jury possible. But juries are wild animals. It can be a tough go. You get the wrong people on that jury. And believe it or not, sometimes even gun people are some of the toughest jurors. You know, you would think, oh, you want the good pro-gun people. You get these people who are like, well, I wouldn't have done it that way. Mm -hmm. I've been for 20 years. I would never have done that. And so your best outcome is everything comes out perfectly. Your first statement is your best statement. And then you hit the ground running with, hopefully you don't get that arrest at all. Then, okay, if your state has a grand jury system, we're going to go first bite at the apple at that grand jury system, try to get it tossed out early and then on throughout the process. But that one wrong move or that one statement out of your mouth that does not sound good or does not match the physical evidence can be damning. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take another quick break and talk about Caldwell. If you guys are looking for some really good ear pro, you should check out the new Emacs Pro series from Caldwell. They're a super affordable set of electronic hearing protection that lets you hear what's going on around you, which as an instructor, I think it's just essential, not just not really even as an instructor, but for students as well, when you're on the range and you're trying to tell them what to do, it just helps so much if they can hear, but also it cuts out the sound amplification with each shot that's fired so that it's not damaging to their hearing. The Emacs Pro Series comes in adult and youth sizes and reduces a full 23 decibel of noise. Another really awesome thing is to have an auto shutoff, which if you guys know me, I like any auto shutoff just because with my red dots, my ear pro, I always forget to shut it off. So it's kind of nice that it just automatically shuts off so that the next time that you go to use it, your battery's not dead. So if you guys want to check it out, head on over to caldwellshooting.com. Remember, with your first order, you can use the code GUNFUNNY10 and that gets you 10% off. I also noticed that you guys offer other types of insurance. You have the Hunter Shield insurance, and that one I don't know too much about. But you guys have kind of branched off to cover people in other circumstances as well. Yeah, absolutely. So what we have is a la carte options that can be applied to your core membership. And while we're an insurance program based on the way that we're regulated and established, it's more of a prepaid legal structure. So insurance is something that people are familiar with as a payout or a reimbursement after something of some sort of a risk where an accident takes place. I like to look at it more of a legal representation program because even with Hunter Shield, the way that works is it's an add-on to your base membership that you pay $10.95 for. You pay $2.95 to add Hunter Shield on. And if you go out into the field and you find yourself in one of those situations that happens all the time where you shoot a deer, it runs across your property into your neighbor's property neighbor comes outside while you're dragging it back across the line. He calls the game warden and says that you shot it on his property and now you're dealing with an issue there. We represent you through that. 
it's an extension to that original core membership. What's important to highlight about Hunter Shield, though, is it's not Poacher Shield, right? We are not supporting people that go out and commit intentional acts to harvest an animal out of season or something of that. Mm -hmm. This is for when those mistakes happen, you find yourself in a bad spot, but it was an honest, genuine mistake or misunderstanding. And we all know that game wardens have some very serious power and they can prosecute you in a very serious way and take your firearm rights and your ability to hunt in the future away. So when our members genuinely think they were doing the right thing and end up in a bad situation, our representation extends to that. Nice. What are some of the crazier cases that you guys have seen? Oh, man, I'll digress to Emily for that. <laughs> yeah, so we actually have seen, and I don't know if you want ownership specifically or just all of it. Yeah, um, no, just all of it. Just whatever comes to mind that you've experienced. Oh, sure. You know, gosh, we have, we've got a murder case right now that I can talk just generally about the facts, although I can't get into too many details, but you know, this is one of the things that should really scare people who are thinking about defending themselves. We've got a man who was chased into his bedroom by a quasi relative, right? Someone who was invited over to his house, but attacked him, chased him all the way back into his bedroom, pulled a knife on him in his own bedroom. And so he grabs four, he's got a 22 revolver, grabs it. There's five rounds in it. He keeps the hammer on an empty chamber. So he's just got five rounds mm -hmm. and he empties his 22 into the guy's head, which is understandable. Mm -hmm. Someone's just pulled a knife on you in your own bedroom. Yeah. Plus, you know, we're talking about a 22, so there's yeah. not wounds. There's not a bunch of blood. I mean, there's not an indication that he's really that injured. And it's happened within, you know, probably two and a half seconds, five rounds are gone. Yeah he is being prosecuted and tried for murder because essentially the government says, well, maybe one round was self-defense, but five were murder. Wow. That kind of thing that is just terrifying because yeah. how do you pick apart someone's fraction of a second decision when they're facing a legitimate life threat? And in the state of Texas, you get convicted of murder that's 99 years in prison is what, you know, you're looking at. So wow. this could end his life because the government thinks within the span of a couple seconds, he fired a couple too many rounds from a 22. So that's just on the self-defense side, the sort of thing that you can be looking at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is insane with a 22, especially because you're right, there's not a huge impact with wounds and things are happening so quickly. And people don't realize unless you're in that situation, your adrenaline's rushing, your life's in danger, you're going to act quick. And it is kind of tough too to draw the line because you hear about people that on the news that had to stab somebody 300 times in quote unquote self-defense, eh, 300 times. But then you also hear about other people where let's say they had to stab somebody 30 times and it was in self-defense because the person was huge. They were on drugs. The circumstances definitely vary, and there's no right or wrong answer to what it took in order to stop somebody. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, the state is going to pull out expert after expert to say that you overreacted, you did the wrong thing. I mean, it is a really tough battle because the government has unlimited resources for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. 
And most individuals do not. I mean, when we're talking about most individuals who have to defend themselves, get charged with murder, they've got public defenders because who can afford a half million to a million dollars in legal fees? Yeah. They've got whatever expert witness the state will scrape up the funds for to give to the public defender, right? Mm -hmm. And that's really unfortunate. I mean, LawShield gives the benefit of an expert witness add-on, which, you know, Jim can talk about with more intelligence than I can on the sales side. But, you know, that gives people access to the best experts in the country for whatever they need at trial. And it's, I mean, everything from self-defense to, you know, gosh, slowing down and enhancing video footage so that we can see what's happening better to, you know, ballistics, medical examiners on the defense side. I mean, things that cost, again, hundreds of thousands of dollars that you have just access to by being that U.S. Law Shield member. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's so important too nowadays because like you guys have said before with the government and politics, and so many people are just anti-gun. It's automatically, oh, you own a gun, you must be a bad person. Obviously, that's not the case, but we're fighting so many other battles as opposed to just proving innocence. And it's really frustrating. And so I think that this is just another reason why people would want the best of the best on their side, because it seems like lately being pro-gun, having a gun, using one for self-defense, and it's just a downhill battle. We see that over and over. Prosecutors, sheriffs, uh, judges, right? These are all elected positions. Mm -hmm. And when you know that you've got a tough election coming up and you know a good way to whip up your base is going to be to go after that high profile self-defender, there's just not a snowball's chance. You're not going to take advantage of that. Yeah, definitely. All right. For anybody who wants to sign up, like I said, you guys can go on the website and that is at uslawshield.com. And if you use the code ELITECO, no spaces, you'll get two free months. And wrapping up, do you guys have any future plans that you can share with listeners? Or are you just kind of continuing on with everything awesome that you guys are doing? Yeah, we're going to continue to represent our members across the country and make sure that anybody that's facing an injustice in the legal system is fully represented fairly and equally. But we are also going out and putting our money where our mouth is. And this is something that Emily is on the forefront of. And We're making sure that state and local governments that are passing laws that seem unconstitutional to take away the rights of law-abiding Americans to be able to have access to firearms and legally defend themselves, that we stand up for them and we protect them wherever we can. And that's something that our attorneys have been fighting in many, many states. And Emily is on the forefront of that right now. Absolutely. That is exactly what I was going to say. And I'll just add to that, in addition to filing lawsuits across the country to challenge unconstitutional laws. You've got your program attorneys in your state up there at the legislature fighting for you. In Texas this year, we had Texas Law Shield members who called us with specific issues. Hey, I don't think the law is fair to me in this regard, and I'm having these problems, and I want to see my gun rights expanded. And we drafted laws and we took them to lawmakers and had them filed. And in fact, there's at least one that'll be signed into law this year in Texas at the request of a member. So that's the benefit of having truly passionate two-way lawyers at your fingertips is, you know, not just if you need them in an emergency, but all over the country, you tell us where you're having a problem and we're going to fight for you 
however we can. That's awesome. All right, cool. Well, guys, if like I said, any listeners, if you guys are interested in signing up, please do so. Definitely don't think that it's not going to happen to you. Because if you've ever had anything bad happen to you, and man, didn't see that coming, we never do. Emily, Jim, I just wanted to thank you guys again for your time. Really appreciate what you guys are doing. Keep up the good work. And it's nice to see people like you guys on our side. And then also just US Law Shield, they have social media, right? Do you guys know the info for that? If people want to follow you guys on social media? Yeah, US Law Shield on Instagram and US Law Shield on Facebook. We're constantly posting updates to what we got going on. We have a lot of really cool partnerships we're going to be announcing here and those will be benefits to the members as well. So I would encourage everybody to go take a look. All right. Awesome. Well, on that note, I know you guys are busy, so I'm not going to hold you up. So I'm going to let you go, but really appreciate your time. And like I said, keep up the good work. Thanks so much for having us. All right. And moving forward with the show, IWI Actually, Vaughn, aka The Man Spot, just walked into my studio. Vaughn, why don't you jump on real quick? You want to join the rest um, of the segment? Yeah, well, yeah. Is this, you normally only have one guest. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, okay. No that's problem. fine. Emily was really busy. So Vaughn, get on here. All right. Actually, you joined us perfect time because I was about to talk about IWI. Oh, okay. Are, are you familiar with their stuff? Let's talk about it. Okay. Every time I look at their website, I keep checking out that Uzi Pro. It's one of those guns that's just iconic. And even though it's not really practical for everyday use, I really want one. Uzi does it, Ava. I know. Uzi does it. Okay. Wow. You got jokes. You got jokes. <laughs> well, the modernized version of the Uzi has the charging handle on the left side so that you can have a red dot on top. And it includes one on the bottom for the accessories. They definitely modernized that quite a bit. It also has a modern mag release on the grip instead of at the bottom, which mm. let's face it, that was inconvenient anyways. It was the 80s. There was nothing convenient about the 80s except fully automatics and drugs, right? That's true. And they had the neon colors. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. They're fixing everything that the 80s did wrong. Yeah, pretty much. And that's exactly what they did. They also come with threaded barrels. So hello, you can shoot suppressed. I need one. And you can get these with a brace design for the Uzi from SB Tactical. MSRP on these babies is $1,109, which is pretty awesome, especially in today's world. If you guys want to check those out, head on over to IWI.us. And remember, you see any accessories that you like, use the coupon code GUNFUNNY15, and that gets you 15% off. Should I call you Vaughn or the Manspot? Uh, Whichever you're more comfortable with. Does anybody even know your real name? Well, when I started putting it on my profiles, people were like, Whoa, who's you? You not what? Uh, Vaughn. Okay, you do have a name. You are a person. So now it's been going back and forth. Okay, well, if people aren't familiar with the Man Spot, you guys should check him out on Instagram. It's just at the Man Spot. And where else are you? Yeah, I'm also on the Facebook. I got. I actually have more followers on Facebook. Okay, and, yeah. that's so impressive, especially yeah. nowadays. Yeah, especially with how pro gun I am and how liberal Facebook is. It's amazing that that platform is still growing. And they can find you on Facebook at just the man spot as Mm -hmm. well. Yep. And then I will be getting right back into YouTube and that's the man spot underscore. The man spot underscore. Who took the man spot? I don't know. I wanted to find him and be like, are you a man? Yeah. I need to know these. And do you know the proper spot? Because (laughs) if you don't, you probably should hand back that title to me. Yep. Amen. Yeah. I hear you. All right, guys. Well, check him out. He makes really funny videos. But 
you jumped in at the right time. So you're joining me for the rest of the show, whether you like it or not. I'm Sorry. here for it. Let's, what do you got? All right, we're going to talk about politics. Politics. What is going on in the world today? It's political AF. Recently, you heard about David Chipman's disgraceful Senate testimony. <laughs> He's about, I mean, it, it makes sense to me because we have a president who is equally just as disgraceful. So, of course, why wouldn't his nomination fit the criteria of what our president is, who doesn't know anything about oh, I know. what they're doing? I know. Oh, it makes me so mad. If you guys haven't heard, last week, Chipman testified in the Senate Judiciary Committee for his nomination hearing as the head of ATF. And this guy really, he's nothing but contempt for the Second Amendment and wants everything banned. He's been caught lying many times in the past about events to twist the narrative in favor of gun control, including the events of Waco, where the FBI and the ATF burned women and children. It should be noted that he is not the guy in the picture standing in front of the burnt building and bodies that have been circulating online lately, which actually I don't know if I am familiar with that picture. He does look somewhat like him, but this was an FBI sniper. In his testimony, multiple senators, including Ted Cruz and Tom Cotton, grilled him on his gun control agenda. One of the key points they grilled him on was his intentions regarding an assault weapons ban and the scope of what he defines assault weapon to be, to which he repeatedly dodged the question. One response was, it's, quote, whatever Congress defines it as. He did say at one point that the most recent ban proposed by Dianne Feinstein didn't go far enough in his opinion. When pressed further, he finally said it's, quote, any semi-automatic rifle capable of accepting a detachable magazine above the caliber of 22, which would include 223, which is, you know, largely the AR-15 round. That was what he said. Such a definition would obviously ban nearly all modern rifles and many hunting rifles that have been around for decades. Clearly, he doesn't know what an assault weapon is because it doesn't really exist. I think the biggest part there is, which I love to see, I love seeing our people who are voted in ask the tough question. And they didn't even ask them that tough of questions. They were like, what is your definition of an assault rifle? Yeah. If you're going to be in charge of this, we want to know your definition. And he, as you know, was just jumping around. Oh my gosh, tickles. It's your guard dog. Yeah, I know. She didn't even bark when you came in, but now she's probably barking at the mailman. It's probably because she knew I had a gun. Yeah, that's right. Which, speaking of, we're going to talk about that soon enough. But yeah, nothing like walking in with a gun. That's cool. Whatever. You do you. (laughs) (laughs) But back to Chipman, I think that these questions are important. If you're going to make laws revolving around guns, you should absolutely have knowledge about what these guns do. And I've said this before, I think it's funny how, no, we don't need a foregrip on a gun as if that accessory makes the gun operate faster. Or a brace. Yeah. What about that accessory is so deadly? So for people who don't know, Chipman would be ultimately responsible for these braces, for these forward grips, if it's an angled grip or if it's a completely vertical grip on, you know, all these different types of guns. And uh, obviously, the gun industry is just the best for dodging these little rules and being like, oh, yeah, it's not a it's not a, a vertical grip. It's actually a little angled grip. Yeah. So, I mean, the gun industry is just great about dodging these things, but it's still needless to say, we can all agree the ATF is unconstitutional in every way. 
but the fact that somebody is there in that position and they can't even define what they would be ultimately banning is just outrightly just disgraceful mm-hmm. in every way. I know. So that's why everybody who is into guns or even owns a gun or appreciates their constitutional rights should be uh, educated about this and know if they're coming for one community, it'll be a matter of time before they come for the freedom of speech or anything else along those lines. So some people are like, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't buy a whole lot of guns. I'm just a basic pistol guy. Now you need to be worried because eventually he would come for those two. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Guys, contact your legislators and tell them that he should not be head of ATF. And we've got to do whatever we possibly can so that this guy doesn't get mm-hmm. sworn in. Oh, exactly. Okay, moving forward to Manicore Arms. So if you guys have a Scorpion Evo carbine and want to make it look like a space gun, you guys need to check out the Scorpion Evo bullpup kit from Manicore Arms. I have one. It's really cool, actually. I know you're looking at my gun wall right now. I Let am, me point that I'm, out. I'm looking for the space gun. The problem is when you have so many guns, where is it? It's that one. Oh, I see it. There's the, there, that yep. one with the okay. top rail. Yeah. yeah, that is a space gun. Yeah, it definitely looks kind of different, right? It does. If you were to just look at it, I don't no, think right off the bat. Have, oh, yeah, that's I a have CZ. A, I have a scorpion, so that's why I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> what? It got that? a makeover. Yeah, it did. <laughs> I don't even recognize it. All right, no. cool. Sven did a really good job designing this where it really does transform the look. And what's great about it is you can go back and forth. It's not once you put the kit on, you are stuck with the look and you could easily go back. Your earpiece is like hitting the microphone. Sorry Sorry about that. I I put it on so randomly. Okay, we're good. Yeah. I do want to say I have a reputation for having the best audio podcast and you're kind of ruining it. That's my reputation. I just come and mess, (laughs) mess stuff up. Yeah, like a wrecking ball. Boom. Anyways, yeah, if you guys want to check out the Scorpion Evo bullpup kit, it's available at Manicore Arms. And remember, when you use that code AVAROCKS15, you get 15% off. Right now, this kit, it goes for $3.95, but obviously you'd get 15% off that, as well as anything else that you find on their website that you'd like. Q&A. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Just kidding. Visit gunfunny.com forward slash contact to submit yours. Today's Q&A, what gun do you enjoy shooting the most lately and why? I can't tell you how many times I get this question. And I'm kind of glad that people ask me this question because it is always changing. But Vaughn, I'm going to go off on a limb and say that it's that 50 that you just rolled into the office with. Okay, (laughs) cool. Is this your new daily carry? (laughs) It pretty much has become that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. You just carrying around a bear with you. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I I do. It it lays on top of my stuff as I'm just rolling because right now I'm just a vagabond going to and fro. And of 50, you know, I just have to have it with me. That's funny. Why are you carrying this gun around with you? Um, I just assumed, okay, you probably were just... (laughs) recording content or something with this gun and that's why and obviously you're bringing it into the office because you don't want to leave it out in the car yeah yeah it's a it's it's one of those things where it's uh it just ended up in my car i think literally from taking some content and it just stayed there and i just am now in the habit of just bringing it in with me and to me it's like second nature but other people are like oh my gosh what are you doing and i'm just like oh hey yeah i forgot to tell you my friend is right here bear at 50 cal hello that's pretty funny. So funny story, yesterday, I drank some bad water 
And because normally I conceal carry to one concealed, I was repeatedly just having to pull over and, you know, just go to the bathroom. So I ran to the back of my rig and I just took, you know, my pants off and I put on some sweats because I was like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> so anyways, I placed my uh, tier one concealed uh, holster and gun right there. So anyways, I'm cruising and then I, I run into this grocery store because, you know, it, when, when that diarrhea hits, you, you run it, you run it and you don't even care. So I was like, in okay, and out. Okay, but I just got to, I mean, were you like in Mexico? What do you mean you drink bad water? You don't hear that happening <laughs> exactly, in the US. <laughs> exactly. But it's, this is, the only reason I know that is because it happened to me back in 2010. I drank some bad water in Arkansas. I think I was in Dumas, Arkansas. And I was at a Hispanic restaurant. Not that that matters in any way, shape or form. It's just, you know, people are like, I want the authentic tacos. Well, I guess I got the authentic water too. <laughs> So anyways, I lost 30 pounds and I didn't know what was wrong with me. And it was literally, I had the run. So anyways, I went to doctor after doctor and they were like, yeah, we don't know what's wrong. I went to a gastrologist and he's like, oh my gosh, you have beaver fever, which is, you know, getting bad water. So I literally, I thought I had cancer because I was kidding. No, no. So, so now that. Okay, wait a minute. Where do I get this water? Because I've gained some weight. Like I would like to lose 30 pounds. Go to, go to the place of authentic tacos. (laughs) Ask for the authentic water. You're good. Okay. Anyways, so that's why I'm just like, oh my gosh, I am having the same symptoms as I did back in 2010. (laughs) Not again, not again. So I run into the grocery store, use the bathroom, try to grab some medicine, you know, and I come outside and I, at this point I'm, I'm in Northern Colorado and all of a sudden all these homeless people are just gathering. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, because they're getting rowdy and they're going up to random cars demanding <laughs> stuff, you know, because that's, that's what homeless people do. They demand you provide for them. So I'm just like, this is not going down. So I go to grab my gun and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's in the back of my car with my pants. And I look at my back seat and there's my Barrett 50 cal. And I'm like, this is going to go down. So I grab my 50 cal. You know, and I'm putting it in the front seat, and it's the short barrel. So some people who are thinking, "Oh, it's the long barrel," you never. No, this is a short barrel. So I did finesse it, and I was ready for them if they came up. And I, and, I, and of course, I'm thinking, "Okay, yeah, this is Colorado. A lot of shootings happen in Colorado for some <laughs> reason, and it's going to be me that guns down a guy with a 50 cal." Yeah, no shit. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that because that's all I keep thinking is, "God, imagine the headlines if you have to." kill or shoot some homeless oh. person oh, with yeah. a 50 and, cal. And it would have been all three of them. They all would have been lined up being like, hey, give us a change. We need some money for food. And then boom, one shot and all three of them are dead. And I would just think, damn, that was one expensive round. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now my 50 cal is one of my EDCs, you know. Hey, it, look, times are changing. Ever great. since 2020, you wake up, suddenly you're aware and you got to be really prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and for those of you who uh, are wondering, yes, I still have these symptoms and I'm, I'm scared to death. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, you just need to leave. You got to leave the studio right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the 50 cal too. Don't oh, worry. But wait, actually, maybe I do. I wonder if it's contagious. Because like I said, I would like to lose 30 pounds. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I would like my model bod back. I think I still got the water bottle actually in uh, the truck or was, oh. it a, was it a water bottle or was it a soda? Maybe it was the ice and the soda. I don't know. I oh think I still God. got it for you. So there you go. We'll see if it works. <laughs> okay, great. I know what I'm doing after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking old soda water. Okay, let's go back to the original question. So what gun do you enjoy shooting the most lately and why? 
Well, one thing I will say is with ammo prices, I don't know how much I really enjoy shooting any guns because a dollar, a dollar, a dollar. Yeah, Every you, time you you're pull not that thinking trigger. about your grouping, you're thinking about, oh, am yeah. I going to find this again? Yeah. And then also what sucks is if you switch the optics on guns and then you got to zero in that optic, man, I'm never going to financially recover from just going through the ammo to zero in your gun. Joe Exotic line. I will never financially recover yeah. from this. It's true, though. Let me think, what have I been enjoying lately? And I had a ton of fun when I went to Florida and was shooting machine guns like it was back in 2018. Oh, I, and I, I, see, I see where you're at. So so your favorite gun is based on whose ammo you're shooting. Yeah. If it ain't yours, you love it's, it. It's true. In fact, Colian Noir, I messaged him and I'm like, hey, want to record content together? And he, yeah, sure. Actually, no, he messaged me. He said he was going to be in Colorado. And cool, let's record content together. All right, sure, whatever. Cool, bring ammo. That's all you say. Bring the ammo. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. know, What gun would you say? I I actually really, really love the Henry 4570, the lever action. There's just something about that lever action that makes you feel more American and just cowboy. I think it's just the motion of just that. Yeah. Just like, ooh, give me more. And then when you shoot the 4570, it really shows you some love in your shoulder. Yeah, totally. So then when you feel that, you're like, ooh, you're naughty. Let's do this again. (laughs) And then, so for me, the 4570 Henry, because I just, I really love a good cowboy gun. So when I do shoot something and ammo is expensive, I'm like, it was worth it. Yeah. I hear you. I don't have a ton of experience with those and I've shot it, but I don't own a lever action. Man, what am I doing with my life? I mean, you, you should. I'm looking at the gun wall. Very impressive. Very nice. And you need some lever action in your life. I know. Fix you're that. Right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you live in Colorado too. It was, I know. It was known as like a booming Western area. Oh, gosh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go with, let me look at my gun wall. What have I been shooting lately? Uh, oh, man. Actually, it is just so hard to figure out. Contrary to the ammo shortage. Or it being expensive. I still have ammo and I still shoot pretty often. You know, I really like my Chris Vector, Mm -hmm. the SBR, chambered in 45. 45, I was just going to. And it's suppressed and that one's just a lot of fun to shoot. So I'd say that's my current favorite right now. Okay. But I don't know. It's really hard to pick a favorite. When I go to the range, I don't just bring one gun. Oh, yeah. Because I mean. It's just unheard of. uh, Yeah, mine changes because sometimes my my AK-47. Yeah. I love that thing because it doesn't need to be babied. I know. I did, it's literally a truck gun. Throw it in the back for a couple of years. You don't need to clean it. And it still does what it needs to do. And it shoots the cheapest ammo. Exactly. That's why I'm just like, I, I just, it's just so convenient. And yeah, so yeah, mine changes as well. Although, you know, what's weird is I put together an AR-15 chambered in 7.62 by 39. And I figured, okay, well, you know, it's AR components. It's going to want to shoot the more expensive brass ammo. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, it won't cycle and it only shoots the freaking cheap. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a great problem to have. It is, but it's just so weird. <laughs> Why? What is it about that? And I don't know, I guess I'm a little concerned too, because man, I feel like it is going to damage the gun because it's just not made like an AK. Yeah. You're like, uh, the piston versus the gas. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this won't last long, but enjoy it. And we could always replace some parts. <laughs> Here we go. We're okay. in this. Yeah. Primary arms. Last week, I had Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica on the show, and she talked about her face forward camo leggings. And I did want to say that they are on sale right now. 
They're normally $78, but they're on sale for just $45, which is amazing. In fact, Vaughn, I got to laugh. We've gone to Lululemon together before. And sorry if I'm giving away your secret, but you do wear Lululemon. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, we were with Smith & Wesson when we did yeah. that. I think Smith & Wesson was just so embarrassed for you, not for me. Well, when we went in there and I showed him the nice wool vest I got, he was yeah. like, wow, Lululemon sells this stuff? And I'm yeah. like, shh, don't tell anyone. It's a secret, but I get my tactical clothing. <laughs> <laughs> But you went in there, I'll take this and that and this and that. O-M-G. So you're saying I could get some of these leggings. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. And a portion of the proceeds actually goes to the organization Face Forward. So it helps reconstruct women who've been in battered relationships. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, guys, check it out. If nothing else, $45 for leggings, quality leggings, when Lululemons are $120. Would you say for the woman in your life, get these leggings? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So maybe you should get some. Okay. It's touchy subject. Moving forward. Move along. (laughs) Heartbroken. And as always, guys, if you find an optic from Primary Arms that you like, don't forget to use the code AVA, A-V-A, and you will get a free scope mount with every optic. You really can't beat it. And that is primaryarms.com. Tacti Talk. Tacti Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it. Hate it? Find out now. CZ finishes acquisition of Colt. Last month, CZ completed their planned purchase of Colt firearms, which I got to say, Colt, in my opinion, has been going downhill for a while now. Back in the day, they made some really cool stuff, quality stuff, and then it wah, wah, wah. I'm actually really glad that CZ acquired them. They acquired 100% stake in the company and Basically, Colt had emerged from bankruptcy a few years ago after losses of key military M4 contracts in 2013, and then they did some reconstruction in 2016. You might even remember Colt even halted civilian sales of AR-15s at one point when they were trying to keep up with new government contracts, which, in my opinion, when they came out, we're not going to make any AR-15s anymore. What a boomer concept. Yeah, well, it was, we're not going to make AR-15s anymore for civilians. Yeah. Like, I used to have a Colt flag hanging in my warehouse, and I, I ripped that shit down when they said that. Yeah, I just thought I that like, that was so yeah, stupid. It was like a step towards, hey, virtual. yeah, it's rules for thee, not for me. Yeah. And that's why I was just like, Colt. Like, because I was a big fan of Colt, big fan of like, you know, the Python. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, because you also like all those older guns. Exactly. So So I became anti-Colt. Yeah. I don't blame you. It was pretty crap. Well, we're not going to do it. But then everybody, of course, I need a Colt AR. It's going to be a collector's item. You could have all of them. I don't care. Oh, yeah. And then they came back and started making some. But ultimately, yeah, the company is just done. CZ acquired it. And I guess we'll see what they're doing. I don't know if they're... I think they just got lazy and they were just like, oh, yeah, we got these government contracts. And then another big thing was like Walmart would sell their ARs. So I think they just got comfortable with that. But then when politically correctness started coming out down the line and Walmart was like, oh, we're not going to carry this. this, Yeah, I think it just got mismanaged, which is so sad because that name Colt was so awesome. Oh, yeah. And they just they just ruined it. Yeah, They, they ruined it. But seeing CZ come in, I'm like, there is chance for redemption. <laughs> right. Resurrection. CZ, CZ definitely happen. makes some quality guns. It's like so. a phoenix. It's yeah. like a phoenix. Okay, we get it. We get, get it. it. Yeah. It's coming back. Yeah. That's what I'm excited for. Well, I'll hold on to my wallet until I can see that they've actually come around for the better. Because CZ makes some awesome stuff. 
awesome they, they do. stuff. So yeah. when they acquired that, I was like, yes. Yeah, the only thing that I will say that I don't really care for is CZ and all voices. I don't really care, but they sent me a gun uh, oh. for TNE actually to put the Manicore Arms bullpup kit on. And then? And these people sent me an invoice with the gun for TNE. Not even, okay, yeah, I get it. I got God it for, it. it was like 60 or 90 Jeez. days. And then they kept sending me an invoice every couple of weeks. And it just got to the point where finally I just bought the gun. Cause I, can you just leave me alone? Um, yeah. That kind like of annoyed me. You should have talked to HR. You're like, there is a mistake here. I need a manager. I need a manager. I just like, think it was kind of sleazy to send a quote unquote content creator, influencer, whatever, and then immediately send them an invoice and then just keep invoicing the hell out of them. Well, I, th- I think one thing also is that probably could have been some miscommunication because people, marketing people change so much in those companies. Yeah. They probably had no idea. They're like, oh yeah, this is what we do. We send them something and then, you hey. know, they, they do that. Yeah, exactly. So that you should have just been Karen and called rather than pay. I should have, but I paid like an idiot. And then, so then did you review it? Do you want to review it? Oh no, to this, to this day, I won't really, I'm not going to do anything for them. Well, that's fine. I'm just curious of the quality of it. I'm getting back to the root issue here. Uh, is so it quality? I, is it awesome? What is it? I did the bullpup kit and I mm-hmm. like it and I haven't had any issues with it and I enjoyed it. And I've had experience with their handguns and I enjoyed them. So I think they make quality stuff, but I'm a little bitter about just my one experience. So my as a result, goodness. man, don't even, yeah. You know, I might just have to call them up for you right now and yeah. be like, hi. My friend Karen, she's let's, really pissed off. Let's, let, let's, we're going back in the invoices and I need to fix this now. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. We got this. Give my friend to $800 back. <laughs> Give it back now. You sent it. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, you'll get over that. I'll get over it eventually. I'm just still a little salty. I'm sorry. Yeah. But it is kind of cool that they acquired coal and we'll see what happens with it. So I'm a fan. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Moving forward. If you need something stabby for your EDC, if maybe you don't want to carry around a 50 cal or maybe even just a gun, let's say you're wearing sweatpants and we all know wearing sweatpants and trying to carry a gun, it's not always ideal. But you know what is ideal is carrying a knife. You can Mm. still carry a knife with sweatpants. Or the joggers you were talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or your Lululemon leggings. We know you got those hot pink ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't buy those. Those were for... uh, piece of content okay whatever those were my mother-in-law's and she did not want them back after i said hey i'm done with the content here you go and she's like it's okay you can you can keep them (laughs) so i do have them (laughs) that actually is really funny that's one of my favorite videos is you wearing the hot pink leggings yeah well for reference for those people who want to know i was my liberal character and uh, for everybody who knows somebody who's vegan that's the first thing you know about them when they introduce themselves they're like hi i'm pat i'm vegan how are you today Oh, I'm good. Thanks, Pat. And it's just like, yeah, this vegan diet, it's really uh, it's really helping me. It's good vibes around here. Anyways, I made a skit about that. This Pat character goes around the gym and just walks up to people and says, hi, I'm vegan. And I'm wearing the pink uh, Lululemons. And then every machine, I just walk up to people saying, hi, I'm vegan. And then all of a sudden, I come in and my roommate is eating steak. And he's like, well, I'm not vegan. Oh, And I love my life. that's reference there vegans don't really love their lives meat eaters love their lives that is true so tell us about this knife that you can stick in your leggings and roll cold steel i don't know if you're familiar with that brand but they are coming out with some really cool stuff i've seen a few videos one of the things i'm working on getting is one of their swords 
you a sword. Can, yeah, I'm gonna, now you've really piqued my <laughs> attention. I and you can still love carry swords. <laughs> you can still carry it in your joggers or whatever. It's like I'm going to the Revolutionary War or the Civil War with my sword. I mean, even World War One, they had yeah, swords. I know what happened in World War Two. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to do bayonets, no yeah, swords. I'm like, what? You lost your honor. So yeah. tell us about the sword. Okay, so yeah, faster, in, please. In some of these YouTube videos that they have, one guy, there's this huge pig. And it's dead and they have it hung up. And the guy just slashes this pig in half with a sword. Does he say it will kill? No, but I'm going to say that when I do my video. I just got to figure out what I'm going to slash in half. It's got to be a dead pig. I mean. Or a live pig. The only thing better than a dead pig is a live pig. I don't know if I could do the live pig. Slashing it in half means it's going to die. How am I supposed to get a live pig up and hang it from up? What did we just say? Meat eaters love their lives. Okay, yeah. They're going to send me some swords, some knives, and I'm going to put it through the ultimate test and see what I can cut. And and it looks so... Okay. When you do this, you got to wear the Kill Bill outfit. Okay. You know? Okay. That's a good okay. idea. Yeah. Okay. I'm just helping you out here. Okay. Yes. And if you guys want to check them out, they have knives, swords, tomahawks. Can, can we say what kind of swords? Can I get more detailed here? What I mean, you... are we talking about samurais? Or... Yeah. Okay. No, they got that stuff too. Do the, are we talking like chivalry, like medieval? Dude. Just, are we talking about gladiators? I mean, there's a lot of swords. I mean, have, back in the day when they didn't have guns, they had swords. They did. So they have all kinds of stuff. They have modern day swords. They have swords that are old school. They, I mean, I don't know. I'm not as up to date with all the different types My of swords as you are. My attention has been peaked. Well, so look, look, at your, look at your freaking gun wall. You do realize back in the day, people would walk in and be like, look at my sword wall. And they'd be like, oh my. Have you looked to the right? Because I got a sword wall too. Well, it's a knife wall. Yeah, I've seen the soon, knife wall. Soon to be a sword wall. Okay, good. <laughs> if you guys want to check out their stuff, head on over to coldsteel.com. Best of all, if you use the code GUNFUNNY20, you will get 20% off your entire order. And that is at coldsteel.com. Vaughn, if you want to just excuse yourself, go on that website. Swords. Well, I will have to go to the bathroom here in a minute anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what I'll be <laughs> doing. <laughs> Oh, that losing damn, that 30 pounds. That damn water. <laughs> Stupid, funny, cool, interesting, awesome, as f- Never mind. AF. There was recently an advertisement where it was get vaccinated, win a gun. <sighs> I'm getting vaccinated. I know. For I want to win that gun. For once in my life. But yeah, piqued my interest. <laughs> is, is that like how many times they poke you? You get a drawing. So you're like, hey, keep vaxxing me. I need more chances to win that gun. Right. No kidding. I don't know. It's so weird because I do kind of feel like the gun community tends to question things more than most of the rest of the world. Where, yes, the more people that get vaccinated, the more we can go back to normal. Uh, there's been a lot of cases where people get sick after this vaccine. And well, it's just what, what I've always said is how long has AIDS been around? I have no idea. Probably very, since, yeah, very long time since they had monkeys, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So I think, I think documented, I think we're talking like just over 50 years. Anyways, there is no vaccine for AIDS, but lo and behold, this new virus comes out and they have a vaccine not even a year later. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. With Everything that we have going on and there is nothing to fix it. I mean, even Alzheimer's, it's like crazy. There has been no, we haven't heard about any research to be like, hey, we're going to cure these things that have already been wrong since Mm -hmm. the dawn of, you know, whenever. But oh, COVID-19, we've got the backs already ready for you. Yeah, I know. It is weird. It's crazy. But 
Anyway, so West Virginia is taking it to the next level. They're including guns as prizes in their vaccine lottery. Well, it definitely seems a bit like a creepy guy trying to bribe kids to get into a van with candy. There's a bunch of states doing these lottery incentives, not to mention donut shops, fast food, free beer, many others. <laughs> Can you imagine being the good old boy that wins that gun? He's like, yes, I won the gun. It's mine. And they're like, okay, you got to do a background check. Sorry, <laughs> Billy, you failed. <laughs> no, no, I got this vaccine and I failed. <laughs> Can you imagine the disappointment? Oh, I <laughs> they're not even... thinking about this. I couldn't even imagine. West Virginia, they're doing this lottery that I guess they're going to be drawing a winner June 20th. They've included five custom hunting rifles, five custom hunting shotguns, two tricked out pickup trucks, and five lifetime hunting and fishing permits. Their life might not last that long. I so know. I mean, people I know. giving these away, you know? <laughs> Woo! Uh, the drawing will also include two four-year scholarships to any West Virginia school for people from the age of 12 to 25 and $1 million grand prize. Governor Jim Justice also leaned on regional rivalry for constituents who might not be convinced by the lure of prizes in comparing the state's reported figure of 51% vaccination to nearby Ohio, saying that I can't stand for Ohio to get ahead of us on anything. Yeah, I don't know. It just wonders what carrot will be offered next. Yeah, you got the vaccine. Oh, you're getting sick. We gave it to you. You won a gun. Oh, you're sick. Sorry, we, mm -hmm. we can't do anything. You're right. No but kidding. you won a gun. No kidding. You know, that actually reminds me of there was this company here in Colorado and it was if you get your roof repaired or fixed or a new roof, you also get a gun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hey. Yeehaw, that's Colorado. You know damn well you new pay roof. for the freaking gun oh, yeah. new roof, or the new insurance. Gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. And I know some people all out there who are pro-vax, you know, we are clearly just stating we don't know a lot about this vax. So that's where our argument comes in. Because I know there are going to be some offended people out there and we're just stating we don't know all the research. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll be honest, I haven't been sick in three years. I'm pretty healthy. I think I'm just going to take my chance. Until you drink that uh, Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> yep. okay. I'm drinking it intentionally, okay? <laughs> I feel like I'm willing to take that chance because this girl just loves to eat and the gym's just not paying off lately. Okay. Well, the, the authentic Hispanic water will. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for iTunes reviews. First review is Casper Paint B. Titled Great Show, Five Stars, Great Guests, and Great Topics. You are one of the few gun podcasts I listen to on a regular basis. You keep me coming back for more. Thank you for your hard work and thank you for spending more time on Second Amendment content to help keep us informed. Second is Mr. Cupcake57, titled The Only Gun Theme Podcast Worth Listening to, Five Stars, The Only Podcast That Will Make You Not Only a Better Shot, But a Better Citizen. And Vaughn, normally I'd have you pick it or the guest. I'm just going to pick both because I'm feeling pretty generous today. And now it's time to wrap up. Guys, head on over to gunfunny.com for show notes or if you're shopping at Palmetto State Armory, Brownells, any of those places, Rainier Arms. And if you click on affiliates, a portion of whatever you buy from those places will go back to the show. That's a really great way to support the show. And also want to support the show any other way, you should consider becoming a patron. You can do so by just going to gunfunny.com as well. And 
In addition to becoming a patron, you also enter a giveaway. Bloom Deadline gives away $300 to a lucky patron every month. And want to thank the $25 patrons who are Corbin Bonafide, Iraq Veteran 8888, Ryan Morrison, Justin Paulson, Jason Anderson, Joshua Hamp, Sportsman's Guide, Daniel Treadwell, Keith Calmore, and Melissa Ridings. King of the Patreon is Jon Snow. He wants me to say that if she wanted to, Operator Tickles could rob a bank by phone. And on that note, we're out of here. Want to thank you as Law Shield. Vaughn, thank you very much. And I'll see you guys next week. Want to send feedback? Tell us about a company or anything else. Go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact.